Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode for the fall season podcast. So I just want to kind of chat about falling into gratitude. I want to talk about how and the importance of having a gratitude practice for those that you are grateful for and in terms of the kindness that they have shown you as well as attempting to find the gratitude for those that are anything but kind and loving yeah I know it can seem like we live in a world right now at times there's moments in time where you have a hard time or you can have a hard time finding the kindness of humanity through our own interaction with with people, family members, co-workers, neighbors, partners, you know, business or intimate. It can have an overwhelming impact on you. It can it impacts us how people treat us it it really does impact us the reason why i wanted to talk about falling into gratitude and and why this is an important part of the fall season is this the fall season is one of grounding and rooting and through this grounding process, sometimes things can come up. Things can come up in terms of how people have treated us. Things can come up of things or ex- those experiences, those tr- traumas in in some ways for 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 us has had a significant impact in our overall health and wellness it has an impact on our wellness in terms of how well we feel and think about ourselves. One of the things that I have specifically learned going through my own healings of such is that it's so important to be grateful for, to find the gratitude in every situation, encounter, traumatic event that we have experienced. It's 
stay with me here a little bit. Some people were like, oh, hell no, 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 she didn't. Trust me, um, I'm just hold on tight. We're, we're going to get we're going to get there. I promise. I promise. So this gratitude and appreciation for the good and the bad. Just to summarize it. The good allows us this opportunity to appreciate what it is we have, the abundance that we have, that we may want for other things, but the act of gratitude, it allows us to live in the now. That's the only thing we can do is live in the now. We can't go to the future, hasn't happened. Can't go back to the past, it's already occurred. Being grateful, finding the gratitude in the right now in the abundance of things that we have is such a healing and comforting. It's so comforting. Reminder of, hey, it's not as bad as I was thinking maybe before. Just sitting and thinking through the things that I have to be grateful for, the amount of abundance that I have. I have found that going through this process, this practice, because it is a practice, it, it just is such a, an amazing way to shift into joy and happiness it's just such an it's it's just this instant instantaneous practice that you can go through to get instant joy and happiness isn't that a great thing that's such a great tool to have when you're struggling with finding the happiness and the joy in your life, there's always something there. There's always something there. And I know some people are like, yeah, there's something there. But that's just that one little thing in comparison to all that bad stuff. And I completely understand that it can be overwhelming. It can be. We all have moments where we just have one thing, that one little thing that can bring us happiness and joy. Boy, when we take our attention off of that and look, look at what's going on around us, it's like, oh my gosh, there's a lot to unpack here. But just going through my own struggles, being there with 
my seeming or feeling that my world has completely imploded, it still provided a little bit of sense of comfort. It wasn't just completely just sadness all the time. It was nice to have those moments of, huh, okay. And just smile and remind myself, my body, of what and how great that feels. I allow myself to go back to to that when I was, I remember when it was completely imploded, life was completely imploded. And I would just kind of go between the two, you know, like, oh, I have this. Okay, I have this. And many a times I was smiling and crying at the same time because I was feeling so deeply the bad things that were going on, the not so happy and joyous things that life can bring to us, but was able to smile at the same time. It happens like that sometimes. What I found happened after I was able to get on the other side of the implosion, I was able to start to clean it up, to piece some things back together, trying to get back to figuring out how to cope and how to move from coping to not just surviving, but excelling, thriving. What I have found, what I found happen is I had such a deeper appreciation for coming out of it because I remembered how bad it was, how damaged and dark and sad I was. That's the good that comes from the bad. The bad can provide us with a deeper sense of appreciation and gratitude for when things do shift and change. I've found through this process that I'm able to cope better when life kind of dips back down. It's still hard. It's still hard and difficult to process through going through an emotional time and so many unknowns, you know, just depending on what it is you're going through and experiencing. But it's 
the reminders, the the conscious reminders to myself of, hey, you remember that time this happened and this came from it? Those reminders help provide a sense of comfort that you've been through things before and that you'll cycle out of it and have a greater sense of appreciation on the other side of it. So gratitude has had such an impact on my life. I practice it every day. And what do I mean by practicing it? It's simply sitting with yourself and asking yourself, like, hey, self, what's something good here? Do you have someone that loves you? Do you have a roof over your head? Do you have a safe place that you can go to? Do you have a shelter that you can go to if you don't have a roof over your head? Is there a trusted family member that you can call that will help you? Do you have a neighbor that you can reach out to and say, hey, I'm struggling here a little bit. What I have found is that when we get out of our own way, when we stop allowing our ego or this feeling of people will judge me that I'm going through this, there's so many people who could give a damn or they're not judging you at all. A lot of the times we have, we create these conversations, these false realities that aren't true because we haven't allowed the other party to add to the conversation. And a lot of times the conversation is completely different than what <laughs> than what we have created within our own mind, right? Who's been there? I, I've done that so often. So gratitude. Falling into gratitude. I'm going to go a little deeper about the importance of, of people. Because what I find in the fall season is we tend to be among people a little bit more. And sometimes we can be grateful. Like, oh man, you're you're amazing. You make me feel good. You make me feel happy. You add to my life. I feel safe in your presence. 
with you in my circle. But then there was also the other side to it where we're forced to be around people that we don't like, that we don't trust, that have talked about us behind our back, that have shifted other people's conversation or experience of us without even have having even having had an experience they've already created the experience based on what someone else said maybe it's someone who has been not there for you abandonment issues has abandoned you maybe it's a parent that just wasn't there for you just seemingly cared about their own personal interest and what it is they need in their own life without having a care for the fact that oh you're a parent you have a child to help nurture and protect into adulthood and talk about that those things those things are hard they're so hard and as a child of a father who just walked away twice in my life heartbroken two very distinct times in my life i 100% understand how hard it can be to find the gratitude for someone who's who has demonstrated that they don't care about you so because i i love to share my own personal experiences i will share with you my own personal experience with my father how i can sit here and say that i am at peace with the heartbreak that he has caused the impact that he has had when it comes to me having intimate relationships with men how he has how he shows up in my current relationship with my boyfriend like how how do you get to finding the gratitude in that and the pain that this person has caused the collateral damage that this person has caused by imploding your life by just dis- disappearing altogether so my father he actually is pretending that i don't exist me and my brother don't exist the only child that he has is um my sister who is significantly younger than me and um we have different mothers me and my brother same mom my parents were, were married i have pictures with my father i thought i was a daddy's a daddy's girl i i thought that the second time around when i let him back into my life that we were good 
And when he disappeared, without a trace, without a care, and I found out that he was going around telling people that I didn't exist. I don't have this. I have a daughter. Her name is not my name. It's the daughter that he claims is with his other wife, younger than me. That stings. That broke my heart. That broke my spirit in so many ways. And for so many years, that little girl showed up in the world in the most miserable of ways. It was not nice to people. It was angry. I would see people happy and I just wanted them to feel the anguish, the deep heartbreak that I felt. Like, how dare you be happy? I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. How dare you be happy and smiling? What I realized, one, I was just exhausted. I realized that I didn't like being this unkind person in the way that I was experiencing my father being unkind to me. I didn't like how it, how it felt to be that person. I saw how it hurt other people and I didn't like that. And so I was like, you know, like Nick, you gotta do something better than this. This is not who you are. You're better than this. You're better than this. So when I started going through the process of trying to let go and to really truly heal, to heal those two very impactful traumatic experiences. You know, he was my first love and he broke my heart twice. Twice. I had to figure out how to not let it consume my life and my world and my value. I was allowing it to dictate my value. Through many, many years, I'm not going to lie to you, many, many years of going through and I, I fought for so many years feeling that pain because it hurt. It hurt so bad, so, so, so bad. But I realized that I had to feel it. You have to feel it. You have to process through how things make you feel. You have to feel it. You have to sit in 
that heartbreak and that pain. You have to not just get over it and move on like, oh, I don't have time to feel it. I have to be an adult, I have to pay bills, I have to go to work. I have to, to be a contributing member to society. No. You do have to do those things. But you also have to feel how things impact you. You have to feel the impact. And why it's important that you have to feel the impact is that through that, it allows you to acknowledge that you feel this way. It does. It allows you to acknowledge that you feel this way, that this is something that has had an impact on my life. For so many of us, we, we don't allow ourselves to feel things. Or for some of us, we just don't feel that we are afforded the opportunity or the time to grieve and to process through grief. I know, especially as black women, we're just told, okay, it's gotta be strong, keep strong. That's avoidance. It's a form of of avoidance. Never process through anything. Gotta feel things. You have to acknowledge the impact of how these experiences are showing up in our life. Through this acknowledgement, that's where you can start to do the healing work. But you have to feel it in order to acknowledge that it's there. So with my dad, I went through acknowledging that this is how I felt. So long I didn't I didn't do that. I didn't acknowledge that it hurt. I was trying to pretend that I was strong, that I was okay. I was like, forget him. He left me. I'm doing great without him. I wasn't. That's the thing about not being truthful, about the impact that things have on you and not acknowledging it. It's still there with you. That's why you have to feel it so you can acknowledge it. So through the acknowledgement, you can start to do the work to shift and change it into something else, something better, something that sits right with you. So you're lovingly living in your life. I was not lovingly living in my life in my 20s. I was struggling trying to figure out 
how I even felt. Why did I feel this way? So I allowed myself to feel, to acknowledge how I felt. And it really started this process of looking and asking, hmm, why would he even do that? I remember I was questioning myself, like, why would he even do that? Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me on today's Lovingly Living podcast. Tell me what you thought about today's episode and share today's episode. And let me know if you have any questions or need additional support. I got you. So head on over to my website, nicklove.com, if you have any additional questions or need that support. And be sure to get social with me on Instagram and Facebook at Nick with Love. You can find me on those two platforms. And while you're on my website, nicklove.com, join the Lovingly Living community so you can receive my weekly Lovingly Living newsletter that is always packed with super helpful, encouraging um, resources and tools, as well as a great big virtual hug from myself. And just that reminder that you got this. I look forward to chatting it up with you in the next episode. Thank you again. Mm -hmm.